You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello, welcome to Bible Plus Podcast. Today we are in John 9, and we will be fellowshipping over the man that was born blind and how religion could not give this man his sight, but only Christ as the light of life can give men sight. So in coming to this chapter, it's important to um, note before I get into this chapter that the writer of this gospel in uh, the last two chapters of his gospel, he points out something that is very interesting here. He says that um, this is in verse 20, uh, chapter 20, verse 30 and 31 and uh, uh, John 21, verse 25, he points out that Uh, Jesus did many signs and things, and that if he was to write everything that Jesus did, it says that not even the whole world could contain all the books written about the things he did. So it's with this in mind that John the writer uh, selected only nine cases that were not only actual miraculous cases, but are signs that have a spiritual significance. So in coming to John chapter 9, we come to a a, a negative matter, and that is blindness. In John 8, we saw from the previous podcast that the Lord came in to deal with sin. And in this chapter, the Lord is going to come and deal with blindness. And in chapter 11, we will also see that the Lord will eventually deal with death. And uh, obviously, in these three chapters, these are three negative things that are grouped together. So in coming to these three chapters, it's important to see how the Lord Jesus uh, has come as our life to deal with these negative things, such as sin, blindness, and death, so that he can change him into life. So in coming uh, to John 9, we see that it's not only physical blindness, but it's more more importantly, uh, it's pointing us to a spiritual blindness. Uh, in this chapter, we see that the Lord Jesus, as the light of the world, came to impart sight to a blind man in the way of life. Uh, you know, this sign was performed on the Sabbath day, and it just seems like the Lord again did this sign purposely on the Sabbath day, Uh, in order to expose the vanity of the rituals of religion and prove that religion or the religion of law could not give any sight to the blind man. Rather, only the Lord Jesus, as the light of the world, can impart sight to him in the way of life. So with that in mind, we like to get into um, this case in John 9. And here we see in John uh, 9, verses 1 through 3, that Jesus, it says that he passed by and saw a man blind from birth. And his, his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be born blind? Uh, but Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God might be manifested in him. So the question brought by the disciples was according to their religious knowledge or understanding. 
and they thought that the blindness must have been due to the man's sin or the sin of his parents. Uh, for sure, this question uh, is not only a matter of yes or no or right or wrong, uh, but we have to see that they belong to the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and the result is death. Um, equally important is also to see that what the Lord and how the Lord answered is even more revealing because the Lord's answer here in verse 3 points them to God, uh, who is of the tree of life and results in life. So what the Lord said that the man's blindness uh, was so that the works of God might be manifested in him points us to how uh, God is life and he has come to change uh, our death into life. For us, in our experience, uh, before we were saved, uh, we were not only sinners, but also we had lost our spiritual sight and could not see anything of God. So uh, I'm not sure that we have ever realized this, but uh, all of mankind actually was has been born not only in sin, but also have been born in uh, blindness, spiritual blindness. Uh, but praise the Lord by the Lord's mercy. If we have realized this and we have received him as our savior and as our life, we will realize and we will even admit that we are not only sinful, but also we are spiritually blind. So moving along in John 9, it is important to see what the Lord said to the blind man and how the man uh, was healed from his blindness. So in uh, John 9, 5, it says that when the Lord Jesus saw the blind man, he said to him, While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So from the Lord's words, we see that uh, blindness comes from the shortage of the light of life. Uh, even we may say that every uh, dead person is a blind man that cannot see anything. So blindness indicates uh, the lack of life. Uh, if you have life, then you have sight, uh, because light uh, opens our eyes. So the first thing to point out, or rather that is revealed, is that this blind man needed the light of life. Also, we see that uh, the next thing the Lord did was very interesting. Uh, verse 6 says, When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed his eyes with uh, the clay. So what the Lord did uh, was very interesting because no one uh, likes to touch a person's spittle, but the Lord Jesus, uh, he mixed his spittle with the ground and made clay, and then he used the clay to anoint uh, the man's eyes. So in order for us to understand this verse, it is, it is important to see that again, the Gospel of John is a book of picture signs, and in this incident, we see a picture. Uh, what we see here in this incident is basically the mingling of the divine life with humanity. Uh, the word mingling, we know that it's used in the Bible, specifically in like Leviticus 2 5, which says, And if thy oblation be a meal offering baked in a pan, it shall be a flying. Fine flour, unleavened, mingled with oil. So here we see a picture or a type. Uh, the fine flour here signifies or typifies the humanity 
of the Lord Jesus, and the oil typifies the Holy Spirit, that is the divinity of the Lord Jesus. So uh, in the person of the Lord Jesus, there is the mingling of divinity with humanity. So in John 9, we can apply this uh, principle set forth of the mingling of divinity with humanity. Uh, the clay in uh, John 9, 6, as in Romans 9, 21, uh, signifies uh, humanity. And according to Genesis, man is of clay. So we are all of clay. But what is a spittle? Well, the spittle here uh, as something that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord signifies his words, which are spirit and life, according to John 6, 63. So figuratively speaking, the spittle is the word, which is spirit and life, and uh, that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. So the word that proceeds out of the mouth of Christ is spirit. So you can say that this is uh, the mingling of the spittle with the clay, and the spiritual significance of this is the mingling of humanity with the Lord's living word. Also, the word uh, in this verse, uh, it says uh, he anointed this uh, clay on the man's eyes. And this word anointed proofs, um, just like some other verse references in the Bible, like Luke 4, 18, 2 Corinthians 1, uh, verse 21 and 22, or 1 John 2, 27. Uh, the, it signifies rather the Lord Spirit is the anointing spirit. So the spittle then again signifies the word that is the outflow of the very element or essence of the Lord himself. So the fact that the clay was mingled with the spirit signifies that the Lord mingles his essence with us by his word. So at one time we were uh, clay by nature. And the very essence of the Lord in the word is the spittle. So before we were sinners, we were dead. But when we heard the word of the Lord, his word came into us as those made of clay. When we heard and received the gospel, it was actually the spittle of the Lord that came into us, men of clay. Uh, in other words, the clay received something that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord and was mingled with us. So the Lord's anointing uh, the blind eyes with the clay made of his spittle signifies that by the anointing of the mingling of the Lord's word, which is his spirit, with our humanity, our eyes, uh, which were blinded by, Saint, by Satan, uh, we can receive light and obviously our sight. So this is, again, the this is the spiritual significance of the mingling of the Lord's spittle with the clay. And the spiritual significance is that the Lord's living word, when we heard it, his uh, word, which is spirit and life, has come in to mingle himself with us, men of clay. And as, at, as it entered into us, then is that we can uh, receive our sight. So another important thing to point out um here in John 9, is that after uh, the man was anointed uh, with this clay, um, it's a bit comical, or if you think about it, um, it seemed like he was even more blind than before, because now a thick layer uh, of clay covered his eyes. 
But the Lord told him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and came seen. So to wash here is to cleanse away the clay. So what this signifies is that the washing away of our old humanity, um, basically, if you think about our experience, that happened at the time of our baptism. Uh, that the blind man went and washed means he obeyed the life-giving word of the Lord, and it's through his obedience that he received his sight. Uh, if he had not gone to wash off the clay after being anointed with it, uh, he he would have uh, been more blinded even more. So our obedience to the anointing brings us sight. So to summarize, there are three steps which we must follow in order to receive sight for our eyes. First of all, the clay must both receive and be mingled with the spittle. In other words, we, the old man, the clay, must receive the Lord's word as the spittle and be mingled with the Lord in his word. Then the second step is that after we have received the Lord in his word, we will have the anointing. And finally, the third step follows the anointing, and that is that the demand to put the old self to death. Uh, this will cause us to receive our sight. So the old clay must be put into the water of our baptism or death. And it's by these three steps that our eyes will be open. Uh, we will then have the sight and will always be in the light. So just to conclude, may our sight be recovered so that we may enjoy and follow the Lord as the light of life. Praise the Lord and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy reading the Gospel of John. Grace to you.